to the Movie Hour, episode 143, July 28, 2011. Spoiler alert, the following hour programming may contain both movie plots and swearing. Good afternoon, everyone. This is the Dan Hedaya I Am Not a Crook movie hour, and I am your host, Greg Maloney. We have some magnificent things to discuss today. Very magnificent. But before I get to that, we have some important people to welcome back to the show, as always. My co-host, Brother James, is in the Gungapit Studios, and we are also joined by everybody's favorite, Teddy Bear, Jeff. Say hi to the nice people, fellas. How's it going, guys? Hey, what's happening? <laughs> uh, we're recording earlier than usual. It's... Uh, 4:30 here in uh, Gungapit Central. Uh, you're already drinking, Jeff? Is that what I heard? Uh yeah, yeah. Okay, it's 4:47, uh, so <laughs> five o'clock in 13 minutes. So, <laughs> and it was four o'clock when I opened my first one. So, I'm not, I'm not worried about it if you're not. Yeah, not really. It's uh, this might be the soberest I've been in a long time. It's been it's been a tough weekend. It's been very exciting. There's been a lot of stuff going on. I went to my first air show this weekend. That was weird. Very interesting. The military so still let you in the places? Yeah, yeah. Um, I went under the, the guise of uh, a local politician, as I always do. I just throw his name around. It's uh, the Sausage King of Chicago. I don't know if you know him or not. But, but, uh, Abe. Right. <laughs> Abe Froman? You're yeah. Abe Froman. Yeah, but it's been yeah, it's been an exciting weekend. How did uh, your guys' weekends go? Uh, mine was okay. Kind of interesting. Was it was it electrifying? Um, no, it was the exact opposite of that. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? On uh, Sunday, I uh, I woke up, um, go to the bathroom, take a shower. Um, just about right when I'm about Boy. ready to jump in, there's a a large a loud noise, and I can feel the house shake, and oh then my God. the lights go black. I'm like okay, so put my clothes back on. <laughs> Don't go in the shower. And uh, here come the Russians. Yeah, so I, uh, <laughs> I go downstairs. I go outside. My housemates, Dave and Katie, are already out there investigating as well. And our house is right next to a service drive with power lines over it. And the grass right in that area is all on fire. And oh, my God. And there's smoke, you know, billowing. Can't really see what's going on. So, you know, we call 911, whatever. But, uh, like, as the smoke clears, like, there's these big, you know, black, splotches you know where the burnt grass is and there's a half exploded squirrel carcass like in the middle oh my god (laughs) fucking squirrels right below one of the power line poles so apparently it got up there chewed on the wrong thing or did something and just shorted the whole thing out i'm amazed that i felt it in my house for one thing i thought like the ac unit blew up or something on my house but, uh, yeah, the sparks must have came down. It's been really dry for, like, two and a half weeks or something. Who knows? But, yeah, it's like my grass caught on fire. So I had to put it out with a garden hose before the uh, the fire trucks got there. So Yeah, don't be modest, James. You saved the world <laughs> yeah, by getting out I got my name notated in the little fireman's book. It was great. Jim Maloney, <laughs> nice Extinguished Fire. You, and well, you're now a fireman. I don't know if you know that. You know, that's what, not, you know I was happy about that. I'm like, all right, now I can pick up chicks and stuff. And, yeah. But then I was told a by a woman. Fireman. I was told by a woman that it's all in the uniform, so I'm kind of screwed. I'm like, Shit. not even a little pin that won't get me anything. But no. and don't don't tell the story like the squirrel didn't know exactly yeah, what it was. Yeah, the enemy of mankind. Yeah, yeah that's I know what happened. That's so we were out of power for a while, but luckily we weren't going to be home that day for most of the day anyway. So terrorist. Yeah, <laughs> Russian squirrels. 
There are so many of them. There, I have uh, not to continue the squirrel stories, but I have like a billion around my house because there are these giant trees with acorns, and they pl- there has to be at least a dozen of them, and they're plotting. I know they are. Yeah, the squirrels I- around your house, Greg. If I can get off on a tangent, are freaking corpulent. They are the biggest, fattest squirrels I've ever seen in my entire. They are like literally three times the size of a normal squirrel. They're enormous. It's amazing. It's like, it's like Chernobyl squirrels. They're they're ridiculous. It's either that or like the fat cat squirrels. Like it's it's their capital, I think. Maybe it's a possibility. It could be either. They're living the life. Yeah. The squirrel capital. That these, makes these sense. These are the these are the important things I wanted to discuss, get to. Uh, was the squirrel stories? I definitely want to discuss that. And there are some some things that happen over the weekend and some things happening soon. Uh, Talk about Jeff, uh, Amy Winehouse. No, I'm not. Surprise, you. surprise. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> right. That's right. right. Um, dead? If I could tell you a real quick story, um, I was in D.C. this weekend hanging out with uh, some good friends of mine, and we stayed at the Holiday Inn and got back to the Holiday Inn on Saturday night at like 3 in the morning, you know, pretty damn drunk after having been drinking all night uh, and most of the day. And uh, and we get in the, the elevator, and there are these two guys in the elevator, and one of the guys says something to the other one about, like, God, I'm so sorry, it just ruined my night. And the other guy turns to me and says, listen, his night is so ruined because Amy Winehouse is dead. I'm really sorry. He's going to be really loud about it. I hope you're not on the ninth floor. What? Like, we are. <laughs> like, we are on the ninth floor. Like, and so I go, exactly, what, exactly what Jim said. I go, you can't be surprised. And the guy goes, get out of the elevator. <laughs> I go, what? He goes, did you go, no, no, he, he no. Goes, <laughs> he goes, get out now. I go, we're going to the ninth floor, man. I'll get out then. Like, it's just like, ridiculous. It was, nobody, they, you, you're, you're so ridiculous if that ruined your day. Like, give me a free. Also, how can you have your day ruined and be coming home at three in the morning? I was, It was a little <laughs> bit suspect. God, that's awful. It's, I don't know, it's. Stuff like that that kind of pisses me off about the whole just like all right yeah Amy Winehouse died. By the way, a couple other thousands of people died, but that were probably less deserving than Amy Winehouse. Yeah. I know addiction's a serious deal, but I I just don't act surprised by it. That's for sure. Yeah, it's 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 a shame. I mean, she was a talented woman. Uh, you know, rest her soul. But there live, there are way more important things happening to people who deserve it way less. It's, yeah, live hard, live fast. I guess. I guess that's how it works. But uh, right, no, that wasn't wasn't going to talk about it at all. I wanted to talk about movies. So oh yeah yeah, I want to talk about movies. Do you want to talk about movies? I, I had talk about movies. Yeah, there was a couple big things. Captain America came out this last weekend, and of course we were talking about Harry Potter, and we were the Harry Potter discussions moved to the Gungapit forums a little bit at Gungapit.com, and I, I will admit now that listening back to the episode, I did rag on that movie a lot, which I still pretty much feel that same way, but I did like the movie. I just want to point that out. I did. I did like the movie and Jeff, I know you didn't catch Harry Potter yet. So I didn't probably won't because you No, I think I will actually, I think uh, my fiance plans to see it on maybe Friday. Yeah. And I know that was probably the reason that uh, Captain America went out over Harry Potter on this weekend that Captain America came out recently and uh made 65 million on its opening weekend which is nothing compared to harry potter but harry potter's now number two but this does bring up another thing about how cowboys and aliens comes out next weekend and jeff you'll be in town right it might be uh 
time to move the Gunga Pit forums to the theater again. We haven't had a drunken feature in a I, while. I would be in for a Sunday drunken feature, I believe. A Sunday 1 p.m. drunken feature? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? We can go to Bar Louie that everybody loves so much and get shit-faced. Yeah, it's um, what I want to bring up. So Captain America, you caught it. And I know we haven't gotten to the review yet, which we'll get to. But with Captain America out that weekend, Cowboys vs. Aliens next weekend. Do you did you when you went and saw Captain America? Do you even care versus like this weekend if we go see Cowboys and Aliens, you'll have just as much invested, or are you actually interested in either of those movies? Oh, I'm way more interested in uh, Cowboys and Aliens and have been from from uh, Jump Street. Uh, yeah. I, I Captain America, I, I didn't have um, real high expectations for, right. and so I, I wasn't that excited about it. Um, but it was something to do again with these guys I was hanging out with. We were the, it was like a goddamn sauna in Washington D.C. this weekend, <laughs> so we had to get inside and do something. Right. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. The one other thing I want to discuss in terms of box office numbers was Harry Potter being out for two weeks now, and Transformers been out for five four weeks there is now a uh, money money grab seeing who can actually make the most loot and transformers 3 thus far anyways has made 330 million harry potter 280 million obviously going to catch up with it question is is harry potter actually we're talking make... u.s gross not national we're talking, yeah not this world. is yeah this is domestic the uh, worldwide harry potter is just gonna oh yeah clean house lo- yeah lose lose it but um I had a question, and I don't remember what it was. Uh, Harry Potter being number one for the year possibility, or do you think any of these, uh, any of these, any other movie? I know we've actually had predictions. I think a couple months ago, any other movie has a chance of beating it? What did I say? Uh, I don't remember. I probably said Harry Potter. Yeah, Harry Potter's probably. Good. Yeah, if Harry Potter takes over the first spot from Transformers, then I'm pretty sure it's gonna yeah transformers the only other one you think yeah. um the only yeah really everything else wasn't even near yeah, it like, i can't think the... of what holiday movies are coming out at the end of the year so i don't know if there's any risks there but yeah right I mean... and looking at the the i think actually i think uh does the hobbit movie that's next Hobbit's year next year yeah, yeah another <laughs> slew of uh Superhero movies come out yeah, next year. A new year Batman too. movie comes out next year. Yeah, yeah. There's a little excited. Avengers, I think. Comes I was out surprised because well. I saw the preview for the Batman. I didn't realize they were making it the conclusion of that. Set. Yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised they said it so openly. You're right. Like, it it's, all mm, ends. Yeah. Like, it's it worked for Harry Potter, but that was definitely the end. And I think uh, I know that Nolan. I know it's always been like Nolan's last movie, but it was always talked about like, okay, this is gonna be Christian Bale's and Nolan's last movie, not the you know the series last right. movie. And how long did it take him to reboot Spider Man? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, three three days. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. It'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens. But a lot of money grabbing, a lot of money grabbing going on. The direction Hollywood's headed in, there will be six movies coming out and just rebooting. Like at like six weeks later, you can see the reboot of the movie that you saw. Like that, <laughs> that's all there's gonna be. Just reboots. Just that'd be it's great. Not alternate we... endings. It's alternate movies now. Yeah. I want a Harry Potter reboot. Let's see it instantly, immediately. Uh, and last thing I want to talk about while we're on numbers and in, in Jeff's domain. What's interesting, I, I hadn't read this until a little while ago. It was probably a couple of weeks ago, and I never brought it up. But I didn't realize that Bridesmaids, which is still rocking and still out, it's made 164 million, is uh, Judd Apatow's number one owner or earner. Really? Oh wow! Yeah. I didn't realize it was doing a Judd Apatow movie. That's pretty bad. Um, it, it's his. Uh, I think he directed or produced. Maybe produced it. 
I don't remember. But he is attached to it. He's and I just three degrees away from it. Yeah, he's three degrees away from it. Therefore, it's his. Chris Wig was in Knocked Up. Yeah, and she was good in it. And I actually, I still need to see this movie. Everybody says it's great. And I, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's um, I don't know. It's kind of a, a threat to me right now. Because Friends with Benefits was my like sleeper comedy hit for prediction for the year. And right now, Bridesmaid is, I think, uh, has that title handily. So Which we'll one's see. Friends with Benefits? It just came out last weekend with uh, Timberlake and... Oh, Kunis. Jesus. You thought that was going to do well? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're just on your ground. All right, yeah. yeah. And oh, by the way, Apatow dude, just... Timberlake's making huge strides in the comedy world. Yeah, Especially yeah. with his SNL performances. Did you hear... Uh, I, I think I brought this up to you, Jim. Jeff probably obviously didn't hear it in being in New York, but 97-1 had a, he was, uh, Timberlake was at the All-Star game and they were pretty much some reporter. Oh uh, yeah, you're telling I, me I don't about follow this. baseball, but some reporter was uh, on the field and decided to interview people while they were waiting uh, between the innings. And Timberlake was there with a bunch of his buddies. He's Timberlake's talking and I, uh, I don't know the announcer. It's Joe Buck. Joe I think. Buck. Yeah. 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 Okay. And uh, uh, again, don't listen to baseball that much. But apparently, he talks like really monotone, not very excited when you know huge plays happen. Yeah, yeah, no, he's, he's not calling the game, and Timberlake's talking with this guy, and Joe Buck's sort of like reported talking and like reporting through him, like, "Hey, ask him how good his movie is." And before that, Timberlake's like, "Yeah, Joe, you're talking, you're calling a great game, very exciting. This is a great day for baseball," and then. So Buck just goes, yeah, ask him how good his movie, if his movie's any good. And he's like, oh, you'll love it, Joe. You'll laugh. You'll cry because you're that kind of guy, Joe. You're a great guy. And he's just lacing into him. Like, <laughs> and he has no power to do anything. He's just screwed. That's and, awesome. Uh, yeah, Timberlake, uh, funny guy. I, you know, the, re- the problem I have, not to get off on a tangent with this Friends with Benefits movie, is didn't Ashton Kutcher and Natalie Portman come up with the exact same movie? Yeah, like the beginning of the year. <laughs> yeah. Like right on. It's, it happens all the time. Well, yeah. I mean, I, you've got your Ed TV and Truman show going on here, apparently. But I... Deep impact and uh, deep impact and uh, they're gonna do it with the Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Yeah, movies. I would have went with the Dante's Peak, you know, volcano and volcano. <laughs> Ants and a Bug's Life. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so enough with the numbers. Let's actually let's talk some serious movies. Some serious movies. Get some uh, a little bit of the reviews in. James, how about you start us off? Since uh, we know Jeff saw Captain America, we don't know what you saw yet. I don't okay. know what you saw. Um, yeah, I for our infamous list watched the movie 1997 film. Uh, the sweet hereafter um the film is about it's about a small town in northern north america i don't know if it's canada or whatever they don't really talk about it but uh modern day and um there is i mean this is a small community maybe like maybe 40 families or something like that but uh, there's a bus crash on a winter you know morning uh, going to school and it devastates everyone because it's i mean it's pretty much got all the children on it from the entire town um casualties happen uh, i think there's like maybe a two or three survivors type of thing and a man in his 60s comes to town he's a lawyer and he's trying to drum up anger with the families trying to get them to sue somebody he doesn't even like when he's doing his pitch to these families he's not even he doesn't even have like the culprit in mind yet he's like oh you know if it's not the bus driver's fault it's the bus maker's fault or maybe it's the you know the, the uh, guardrails fault, you know, this kind of, so he's just got like a vendetta to like help these people, you know, sue these, you know, sue the, somebody and get money from it. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because there's another story that kind of gets interlaced throughout this, a different timeline even. Um, the same lawyer 
uh, is struggling, keeping in touch with his daughter, who has turned to drugs apparently, is always calling him from the road, uh, collect, uh, begging for money, um, still giving him a hard time when he you know inquires about her life, and he, you can tell that he's just so distant from the distant from the daughter who he you know just can't control anymore and the whole movie you kind of feel like he's trying to make up for that relationship by helping people lash out at who t- you know took the townspeople's you know kids away you know he can't do anything about his own kid drifting away so now he's you know focusing his energy here um the movie is very kind of slow paced um i actually enjoyed the pace of it uh the director does a good job of establishing the mood the entire film is this kind of melancholy very sad and just i mean there's nothing uplifting about it whatsoever children dying yeah. sad yeah believe it or not uh there are definitely some weird things that happen in this in like the background of this movie there's like a small um uh incest uh story point and that kind of stuff so there's it's a very odd movie it's not for your normal movie goer um nothing really happens in this film and besides the the parallel between the two storylines, I'm really not even sure why they decided to tackle this film. It's, it just, I don't know. It, it I got nothing from it. Um, the characters were kind of interesting, although I didn't like any of them. So that kind of hurt its effects. <laughs> like I feel bad for the lawyer, but yet he's, he's still kind of like a money grubbing ambulance chaser on the other hand, you know, even though he'll, I can understand his, you know, motivation type of thing. So it's kind of a weird movie. I wouldn't recommend it to anybody unless you're just trying, like if you can handle something that's just kind of dark and, you know, just don't expect any kind of like nice resolution or anything like that. You might want to give it a try. Uh, I think the director was nominated and so was the screenplay for Oscars. But uh, yeah, not, not a winner in my book. And you were depressed as hell for the rest of the day? Or you just immediately forget about it as soon as it's done? Um, Yeah, that one, it didn't, stick with me no lasting marks no scars no no it wouldn't have fit well with your parker posey play along this was all about the movie itself right very interesting how did bruce greenwood was in this movie and of course ian ian holm plays i'm guessing the lawyer he plays the lawyer yes um and bruce greenwood i don't know if he's a big character but how do you not like bruce greenwood in a movie he's he was pretty good he was he was probably the best character in it to tell you the truth he plays one of the the parents and he actually like as his daily ritual would follow the bus because his kids would always sit in the back, and he'd like wave to them as he went to work. He's always on the same path as the bus. Why he didn't just drive the kids to school, I don't know. But anyway, he actually <laughs> witnesses the bus crash oh, and oh. pretty much watches his kids go down, basically, because it ends up going onto a frozen lake and, Jesus. and plummeting. Well, my so day's over, so he wow. can't do anything about it. So yeah, so it, it was rough on him, but probably. he he did, he did pretty good. Squirrels probably did it. It's probably <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> So, yeah, I guess uh, I will steer clear from that movie. That was actually on the list, though, huh? So it must have been yeah. pretty critically acclaimed slash popular in a way. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I don't... Yeah. That was on the I, list? Yeah, that was on the list. Right now, it's only at 7.8 out of 10. That's funny. It's been a long time. I know. I'm yeah. just saying. It's, I mean, it, it's just funny. And uh, the list, which will be done, the watching, what is it, the top 250 on IMDb uh, after eliminations? Yeah, after our eliminations, we were like around half of that, so 125. And now is uh, destined to be done by the beginning of September, thanks to Netflix, right? Yeah, that's that's my goal. So I, I love how this, that, something good has come out of Netflix. <laughs> yeah, everybody. one thing good has come. We're now you have a deadline. Down. We've got to finish it before Netflix fucks everyone. Okay, yeah. got it. Uh, awesome. So, Jeff, 
you uh, sparked another little this weekend. Sounds like you caught something interesting. Captain America. Yeah, I saw Captain America. I, I um, Like I said, I was in D.C. and we were trying to beat the heat. So four of us had read, uh, read all read good reviews, excited about going and seeing kind of a, uh, I don't know, you know, like we were hoping for a good superhero movie, really. Uh, like Iron Man or... I mean, I wasn't expecting... Was there a second choice, like Captain America or this? Smurfs. Uh, <laughs> Smurfs wow. is next weekend. No, it was, it was kind of like, hey, we should go see Captain America, because it had just come out. It was, you know, like a superhero, you know, like we should... This is a great thing for four idiot guys to go do on a Saturday afternoon, is basically kind of the thinking. Um, and, you know, having read and afterwards reading a lot of good reviews as well, all four of us walked out just... Well, three of us walked out just furious at Mike, uh, my friend, who had been the one that suggested we go. Uh, <laughs> Immediately just throw him under the bus. This yeah. was your idea. Yeah. Who's to blame? Boo. <laughs> yeah. So it was just it was just every cliche and not in like a good like uh, like Spider-Man 2, you know, wink and a nod like, hey, you know, this is this is a cliche. The action wasn't that good. The character, I don't know, I guess I'm not a comic book guy, but the character was really kind of, like, flat and boring, um, and I don't know if he's supposed to be that way, like, it's just, it starts out, and he's all, uh, what's the guy's name, um, Steve Rogers? Yeah, Steve, uh, yeah, um, Steve Rogers. the character or the actor? Yeah, well, Steve, the, the, the actor's name is Chris Evans. Steve Rogers, yeah. though, the character, is all CGI'd down to be, like, really tiny and, like, skinny and scrawny. And then, basically, they just pump him full of steroids, and he becomes faster and bigger and stronger. Like, that's his superhero ability. And he gets this shield that's uh, impervious to bullets and um, bounces perfectly and acts as a boomerang, which is pretty cool, I guess. And... Um, it's I don't know it, it was just it was boring and there wasn't any part of it w- that was like exciting or there was nothing that was like you know I I wonder what'll happen next there wasn't like the there wasn't really a um an internal struggle with the with the Captain America character like there right. wasn't like a I think they tried to start it with um the bad guy in this is uh the Red Skull played by Hugo Weaving who if it were saved would have been the saving grace of this he he was good um where he's also like he's undergone a similar steroid treatment basically um I'm saying steroids. It's like it's it's made out to be like this really right. Like, yeah, intense, it's like a super I, I guess that I think the, the the cool idea, or at least the I think the drawing point of the superhero is the fact that they both go under the same treatment, and this guy is just so like pure of heart, honorable, whatever. That's what shows through when he goes through the process. And Red Skull, being Hugo Weaving, does the same thing, but he turns into a giant douche because he is a douche and he's a mean asshole and that's right i don't right. know i guess it brings in the 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 human spirit part of this whole thing of how with this power you're going to turn either good or evil and if you're this kind of guy you're going to get the girl and you're going to win and you're going to kill people with your cool shield that's, right that's right well and, that, and i mean that, that's i guess that's that's true you're right that um I don't know if they play that up at all, but uh, like I think that's the idea, right? They're supposed to go through the same right, treatment. This, this guy turned into this. This guy turned into yeah, that. Yeah, and it, I mean it's a it's a slightly different thing that they go through because the Red Skull, spoiler alert, um, had his skin all like burned off, and that's why he's the Red uh-huh, Skull. Yeah. Um, 
but uh yeah i mean and there's but there's just the characters are all totally static like i think that's one of the things that makes for an, an interesting movie even like in an iron man or something like that where you know the they what's his name uh stark the, that that character is like yeah. a dick kind of and like yeah has he's to got make, some like, personality has to make changes like within himself and and that i don't know that so the other thing is like the action's just not and I know it's a superhero movie. Suspend your disbelief. The action's not terribly believable because you never find out. Like, okay, is this guy impervious to bullets, or do people just not shoot at him? Like, what's, <laughs> like, uh, and, like it, it's and there, there's there's a uh, like a really. Um, weird sort of subplot i guess not subplot but like the bad guy uh the red skull in the very beginning of the movie uh sort of like uh requisitions this um this ancient norse magic power and he's using it to power all these like 21st century inventions basically that he's got Mm. uh going for him during the world war ii era um, I don't know. I, I'm not going to give you the whole plot. Let me tell you what we what we kind of hashed out afterwards over a couple beers. Number one, it takes place during World War II almost entirely. Uh, however, they're not fighting Nazis, uh, which everybody can get on. They're fighting a Nazi splinter group. So that's kind of an issue that you don't really take advantage of. We talked about how it would be really cool to see Captain America show up on like on Normandy and D-Day and just be like kicking right. shit, like actual Nazi. Not the case. In, fa- in Instead, he's fighting like faceless, um, like basically just regular henchmen that have like these masks and stuff like that. All right, so that was a, that was one thing we said uh, that, that we didn't like. Number two, the end of the movie, huge spoiler alert. So please tune out for a second. Um, the end of the movie, he like commandeers this plane that has like these nuke things that are aimed for the United States, and inexplicably has to crash the plane into the arctic like there's no reason whatsoever for him having to crash the plane it's just sort of like i have to do this otherwise people will die and you're, you're thinking like you've got control of the plane just take it some <laughs> turn it around someplace you know, just <laughs> whatever really but no you've got you've got to nosedive into the arctic and have like this dramatic uh thing he doesn't die uh that, he, he's that sounds like a story plot for seven yeah years yeah because that's what happens in the comic is he gets frozen so I'm, i wonder if they just had to come up with some excuse though okay how do we get him frozen there, there, there could have been a hundred thousand ways to do like or they could have even done that in a way that it God, that's but like there's no reason he had to crash that plane anyway so like you're just you're just going and there were a lot of little things like that where you're going like wait what like why <laughs> like, really? you chose this <laughs> right like wait huh why I, why why would it be like that? um there's a there's a pretty uh howard stark um iron man's dad's in it played by dominic cooper he's decent um in it and he's kind of an interesting character, but there's a part where he's got the shield, and um, like, and or he's got like lots of prototypes for the shield that that Captain America is going to use, and he's like, hey, um, and Captain America grabs one, he's like, what about this one? He goes, oh, that's made of vibranium. That's the world's most rare metal. That's all we have of it. And he's like, oh, he goes, you can't have it though. It's a prototype. And immediately, we all start laughing. <laughs> What's it? A, what's it a prototype for? Like you right. don't have that metal. <laughs> that's it. That's you're not a prototype anymore. It's just and prototype. Just stuff like bar, that just kind of added something. up. That it was. It was just not well thought out. And it was it, the the one liners were really really bad. Um and like kind of upsetting. Like you kind of get that feeling where you're like embarrassed to be in the theater. Um 
it wasn't good i didn't like it but that i even said almost every review i've read it, it's got like 76 percent on rotten tomatoes which is pretty good like I, every every single review i've read has been pretty good um so i maybe i maybe they missed the... real at the theater or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's completely different so yeah this one was the one that i was you know had the most hope for. Yeah, this was your this was your vote. Hearing this kind of puts a damper on that. I must have had it. I mean, Again, Jim, I mean, please don't take my word for it. I would love next week to have a dueling uh, for, for your opinion to, to shine through and that, like for you to think that it was really good. Well, I mean, a lot of what you're saying makes sense too, because like Captain America in the comic book, he, I mean, his personality is just like I'm a leader, you know, just overgrown Boy Scout. He, there's not a whole lot going on there, you know. It's just I'm just made of great character, you know, and I've got a cool shield, you know, right. and I'm a great athlete type of yeah. thing. So that was his whole deal. He didn't have a whole lot of inner turmoil or anything like that. So that's why I always wondered why they got Chris Evans to play because he just never seemed to be the type. Right? Is like, did, Evans, was he like a hot shot type I think in this? Tom Jane would have been phenomenal. From yeah, that's who I would have wanted. I think Tom Jane would have been phenomenal. Yeah, he was. He would have been my first pick, actually. But yeah, did Chris Evans seem like the usual Chris Evans in this movie? Like, I don't really know what the usual. I haven't seen any of the Fantastic movies, so he he can be like jokey and yeah, the losers. Know. He's the exact same thing as Fantastic. Oh, that's right. I actually just watched the Losers literally today. Didn't even recognize him in it. That's terrible. Um, yeah. he was actually okay <laughs> he, in the Losers, wasn't he? Yeah, right, but yeah. plays yeah. that same kind of guy in the Losers and everything else. Right. I've seen. Yeah, so, it was that, it was pretty similar to that. Okay, interesting. Okay, so, so he's then, actually yeah, like, like the him. comic relief too in the movie. He, like, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he's and it's not the losers was was a breath of fresh air like i i had thought like maybe i'm just a really cynical bastard like even more than i thought and i just can't watch like a fun summer movie anymore and enjoy it and then i watched the losers today and actually like thought the losers yeah mindless another comic based yeah, movie just and it fun. was bad like there's some oh, like you can obviously be like okay that guy just shot a plane and it blew up that's comic like but right like, sure i mean i'm not asking like i'm willing to suspend my disbelief right. and watch a movie i'm not i'm not that much of an asshole like i'm just by the way uh one of the guys i went with brought up how hilarious it would have been to like three quarters of the movie just shout oh bullshit <laughs> <laughs> i always want to do that uh so i got more questions there so this movie it's there's got a lot of no, there's a lot of other talent in this movie were they any good in it yeah tommy lee jones stanley tucci uh neil he mcdonough shortly he was he was good stanley tucci was good um and it sounds like jones, was, uh who you'll recognize i'm sure um he played uh uh, he's um, he played Carl Rove in the in the W movie. He's been in stuff. He, he's he, he's he's pretty decent in it. Tommy Lee Jones was good. Um, he it was distracting because it was really a strange thing. We had a couple separate groups of people in the theater that Tommy Lee Jones before he even told like before there was even a joke. He he did some comic relief, but like his presence on the screen made several people in the theater laugh and clap every time. It was really bizarre. Like mm-hmm. I don't know if there that was like weird. I don't know if his it was relatives like, hey, came or something. a black guy or like what <laughs> I, I don't know. Huh. And did, so do you get the feeling that uh, and I don't know how much you've been following all this stuff, but do you get the feeling that this movie was just 100% set up for the Avengers? That like how much did the Avengers print on this? Uh, you know, at the end of the movie, there were there was like a two minute thing with like Nick Fury talking to him, and that that's 
that that's it. Like, it's, and that's like in present day. Like yeah. they found him. He's yeah, out. Yeah, he, he like they they find him and then they like you know break him out of the ice and 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 wake him up and and uh, and he crashes through the wall of the place that they've got him in to make him feel like safe because it's all like 1940s out and he and he he's in Times Square all of a sudden and it's oh my god and then you know the escalates <laughs> pull up and Nick Fury walks out and he's like Captain America and yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, that's that's unfortunate. Although I do hope I'm I'm sort of happy because I want Cowboys and Aliens to be the the number one here. I want to see how well it does. It'll be. No, I don't I don't think it's gonna like win the the highest dollar amount, but I think it'll probably be the best of the movies just because it has Olivia Wilde in it. I'm still voting that she actually turns out to be an alien. She oh yeah, alien. for sure. Yeah, I mean you're crazy to cast her and not make her some sort of alien. <laughs> Smurfs 3D, though, does come out this weekend, so it's going to be a battle. It'll be oh. a Cowboys and Aliens and Smurfs battle. I think so. Uh, real quick question. Who's going to win that battle? Yeah. Uh, real quick question. How much of this disappointment is the director's fault, you think? Well, I'm glad you brought that up because um, the director, Joe Johnston, um, he, has, he has an interesting career. Uh I guess what I want to say is I'm surprised that he's been allowed to continue directing. Uh, going back, <laughs> what? The Wolfman, Hidalgo, Jurassic Park 3, uh, October Sky we can skip. That was decent. Um, Jumanji, you can't skip it. you got to include that. Well, I mean, I'm just saying as far right. as it's not evidence of what I'm saying. Jumanji, um, The Page Master. Uh, the live action sequences. The yeah, that was a- Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Are you serious? This guy's a mad... This guy's genius. He's a mad genius. Okay, mad genius he is. (laughs) The reason I asked is because he worked on a lot of the visual effects for the Star Wars and, like, Raiders and stuff like that. And so he's got... Kind of has an inside track with George Lucas. And he's actually expressed interest in a Boba Fett movie. I'm like, ooh, is that going to be good in his hands? I don't know. No, no, no. Oh, God. Star Wars is dead and its corpse is being eaten <laughs> by maggots right now. So nothing, nothing good can come of it anymore. But um, don't I, you know, I don't know how much you can blame him. Uh, the script was pretty bad. The action just wasn't great. Like I don't know, the action, it was all right. Like I saw it in 3D and I think I could have seen it in 2D. I, I don't know. I wasn't, I wasn't that nothing enamored with very it. much of it to be honest. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't think I can put it all on him uh, because there was nothing about the movie that was really great. I might go watch Jumanji right now. No, you're not. You're not going to go watch Jumanji. I would believe it if you had said Congo. Yeah. If he directed Congo, this would be a whole different discussion. Uh, but yeah, that's another another movie that we've caught in 3D recently where it's like, eh, whatever. Very silly. Not worth it. Yeah, there was one point where like the shield comes flying at you and like it was kind of cool. Like Everybody was like, yeah, I blinked. Like It was, you know, like... I guess that's all right. And I, I thought I was going to get hit in the face of the shield. That was weird. Yeah. No, that's, I don't know. 3D, yeah, man. Against it. I refuse. Refuse 3D? That's all right. Yep. That's I've, only seen, I've seen two movies now in 3D. That and the whatever that horror movie Gene I saw. Oh, yeah, that's right. The Devil? Is that what it was? Just straight uh, up? Um, my, ah, soul that... to, my Soul to Keep or My Soul to Take? Oh, yeah, yeah. That wasn't 3D. I thought the Devil one was in 3D. No, no, no. The you, elevator you got, one? Yeah, no, it's you're talking about the Wes Craven one? The yeah. Old... Okay, that's right. God, that was bad. Uh, yeah, so... Um, it was worse. So, for the last the recommendation, Captain America's out, Cowboys and Aliens, Harry Potter. Like, you, you would just tell everybody, go catch a different comic book movie? Um, I mean, I've 
You haven't seen all. I of wouldn't it. see. Yeah, I wouldn't see this. But again, I, I, I'm just one guy, uh, and there are a <laughs> slew of great reviews for this. So I'd be interested to hear interested to hear contrary uh, thoughts on this. Gotcha. We'll have to uh, if you're interested. Yeah, if you're interested, make a comment on the boards. Gungapit.com. Which, by the way, I've been battling bots posting constantly on that thing recently. I had to change all kinds of security stuff. It's intense. It's very intense. It's a battle. It's probably the squirrels again, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. And another thing that happens at uh, squirrels that happens at Gungapit.com is the Parker Posey play along. Awesome, greatest feature ever. Uh, I brought up the question last week. Uh, the question was, what movie did you wish? had a sequel to it and we post the question at the boards get the answers from uh, a lot of the listeners and people that are just around on the gunga pit all our favorites and uh what's interesting about the answers are a lot of them were almost set up for sequels like i guess that's a lot of movies in general but a lot of them actually were going to be making sequels depending on like how well the movie did and um I guess those were the easy, easier answers to pick, but I liked a lot of them. Like District 9 was one that popped up. That was, that was a really good answer. Yeah, I was very smiling. Yeah, and what's interesting about it, though, is uh, and I always can never pronounce Neil, whatever pronounces like Blum. Blum I don't Blum, know. Not, Blumquist? Yeah, like I don't know how you pronounce his, his last name. but I think it's Blumquist. <laughs> he, uh, he mentioned that if there's like if he was going to be one, he was interested in a prequel. And I'm like, I don't want a prequel. I want to fucking see a – I want I need some closure here. I want, I want aliens. To... I want yeah. alien home planet. I want, <laughs> I want aliens now. And uh, yeah, Serenity came up, which is another big one, mainly because everybody's everybody here is a Serenity fan. I don't know about Jeff. but um, And then uh, Sin City, which I actually talked with uh, – Dean had brought it up, and I actually talked with him about it. And I'd mentioned, like, dude, they've been talking about doing a sequel of Sin City 2 forever, or Sin City Forever, and I just don't know what the um, the story is about it. And just recently at the San Diego Comic-Con, they brought it up and how there was going to be a Sin City 2 and all kinds of hoopla based with that. And, yeah, I, I love the answers. Thank you guys for playing along. And uh, Willie will have the next question up at the Gunk Pit and also at uh, our Facebook page. So, uh, and the next question is Jeff's, Jeff's today. A big awesome. one. Awesome. Oh, I have Jesus. a fairly simple question, uh, and I, I, I'm hoping that people can come up with clever answers because the question itself is not terribly clever. Um, and it's just, what's your favorite costume? What's your favorite movie costume? Hmm. You mean like that you could conceivably pull off or just one you've seen in a movie? I'm sorry, yeah, not like what's your Halloween costume. Yes, okay. good question. What's what's like – like if you were gonna write a write an Oscar for like that guy's got an awesome costume like costume design like uh, I'll tell you my uh, my answer uh, I I'm gonna take the easy one and go Darth Vader I think that 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 costume is bad as f uh, he's got he's got a cape which <laughs> awesome that helmet's sweet it uh, it looks like just I don't know it just looks like pure evil like the, the whole like matte black on shiny black is is amazing and then his little uh keypad it's it's nice it's, it, it it really does the character a lot of justice to I, I'm I'm very very fond of that of that costume it's one of the reasons he's such a terrifying and iconic character are we including like I know the, the doesn't the even cat- have to be. You can say like I love the suit that uh, Gordon Gecko wears in Wall Street. Right. Okay. Um, are we? Can we include? Not that my answer particularly has this involved, and I know the Academy would hate me for it. But can we include like mu or not music, but makeup in with this costume, or is it just? Sure. Yeah. Why not? Just is, it, is it just apparel? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> no. Go with makeup too. That's fine. 
And CGI is just right out. That's just crazy. Yeah. And no models. Because what's funny is the first thing I thought of was Fantastic Mr. Fox. I'm like, dude, all that shit all those guys wear in Fantastic Mr. Fox. I don't see why you couldn't say that that's not an awesome Because it's real, but it's, it's, it's claymation. It's the, the doll characters, so I don't know if... Uh, it's not bad, though. Yeah, that, all those are just awesome. And you've got Wes Anderson's uh, attention to detail kind of thing going on, which is just... I might I might change mine right now to uh, to um, Max Fisher at the end of Rushmore wearing that green crushed velvet suit. <laughs> oh my god! And then of course there's Batman. Uh, by the way, uh, great story. You know my mom, greatest person in the world. Um, I would walk greatest person in the world. Why? Stopped in to, for a visit. She's watching Batman Returns. Uh, I'm like I'm like TNT or something. I'm like this this movie's gonna take five hours. It's gonna be worth it. Make sure you stick for it because it's great. Um, Christopher Walken running around, just Batman Returns, dude. Uh, the Penguin. God, I don't know. That's that's a tough answer. <laughs> like uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox, first thing that came to mind, but I don't a specific one in there doesn't doesn't come come to mind. Like you've got a. Mr. Fox's costume. You've got the, I don't know. Jim, do you have an answer for this? I do, but I don't want to pick some of Star Wars because one's already been taken. So I'm trying to think of another one. Oh, you're gonna pick a uh, Jar Jar because he's just CGI. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You and me, we were always yeah, sharing those thoughts. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is tough, man. It's really America tough. America loves Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. And I remember picking up. Um, picking out this movie before when we, we talked about like weapons i picked up uh simply for lady vengeance and her get up through that whole movie's fucking badass and making making her look like a, a fucking superhero she's when, got a cape too i think it's like it's like a duster she's got like a yeah. long jacket yeah she's like got the jacket yep, yeah she's got a fucking duster which we all know is amazing compared to because of always sunny <laughs> the uh, duster it's the duster which is long and badass yeah, I, that's another one I would actually uh, give a nod to. Didn't really include any makeup. I, I just brought that up to save time or delay. I needed more time. Um, all right, you guys ready for my super boring one? Hell yeah. Super boring? Yeah, just because we all know what the answer is going to be since it's from me. Raiders? Indiana yeah. Jones? Yeah. Excellent. I'll go, with, I'll go with Indy. I mean, even the hat becomes like... It's important on its own, <laughs> you know. It's like its own entity. He always has to, you know, grab it before he leaves it behind. So it's kind of got its like its own gimmick involved in the movies. But yeah, that and uh, you know, the he's got the I don't know what kind of bag. You know. He's got the man purse that goes across the shoulder, the leather jacket, you know, the whip. So I mean, I'll go with Indy. I wanted I was originally going to go with Han, but I didn't want to pick somebody from the Star Wars universe and see somebody already. Hans, Hans, good answer. I'd actually considered him with the cool vest and everything. Yeah, and the the uh, the thigh strapped to gun yep. and stuff. And, yeah. Hmm. I was trying to think of something for comedy, and the only thing I could think of was just that ridiculous suit that Napoleon Dynamite wears. <laughs> yeah, the prom. This is a tough question, man. I, I really d- difficult to answer on. Well, I, I want to hear from we have Ooh. we have friends that are in the business, sort of, and I'm I'm really interested to hear what they say. Yeah, I uh, I, I do have an honorable mention, and it is awesome because it's part of a joke, like in the movie. But there's this guy. He's I don't even remember his relationship to the other characters, but it's from the movie Boomerang of all things. And uh, this guy's got, uh, and I think it's like a a repetitive mushroom print on the inside of his 
like coat lining and stuff and it's hilarious the the entire scene's pretty funny he's talking about coordinating and it, it's pretty funny Jesus. those that have seen the movie will, will know what i'm talking about but uh, and yeah. no that an episode what is this episode 140 something boomerang has been yeah referenced. boomerang has been referenced <laughs> <laughs> that's a great idea we need a database yeah milestones yeah god that's funny um and of course, Tolkien and Razor from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze, obviously a, a good vote, but that might have been Dean's answer. Sorry, Dean, took it away from you. But, um, and yeah, so, and we're we're not picking costumes just based off like the utility of it. We're not going to be like, oh yeah, Batman, he's got his battering and stuff. He's got, no, yeah, it's, we're not it's, talking it's about what's the best. It's your favorite. better movie. Right. Yeah. Very stylish. And I think Jim's right. actually boomerang answer is decent. Like, cause it, it, like it stood out. It made it a better movie. Like the costume yeah. itself yeah. stood out. It's cool. And, uh, yeah, that question and, uh, many others you can find Wait, it. Did you give an answer? Yeah, I will. I'm, I'm going to go with lady vengeance still. I'm going to oh, go with, I got it you. I'm sorry. I but, like, thought that was her, part of the head. And it does during that movie, like it, they are sort of showing her as, I don't know. She's like how she's such a nice person, but just this twisted part of her that was created by the events that happened or transpired. Right. It's, like, it's sort of like a growth into yeah, this like, thing that wears a duster. Yeah. And she puts it like, there's multiple points where they show her like putting lipstick on and putting her makeup on. And then she goes and kills people. Like it's uh, yeah. I guess not kills people, but I'll, I'll steal another one since it's not in danger of being taken by anybody else. But uh, that shirt from uh, garden state that looks like the wallpaper. That's, that's like a that. great answer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that'll be my answer. I'm, I'm happy with it. And uh, right. We're looking forward to your answers at uh, gunkpit.com. Jeff's question will be there. And I guess that's a wrap guys. That's another movie hour in the bag. James and Jeff. Thank you again for your input. Thanks for stopping by everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. Take care. Drive safe. And we'll see Jeff here next week, and you will be doing uh, all from the studios, yeah? Uh, that's correct, yeah. Um, you will, you will, I will no longer be podcasting from New York. Well, I'll be doing it again. <laughs> Ever. In a few weeks. But yeah, I, I just... Uh, <laughs> that's it. Gonna, it's all. Be, uh, and yeah, we we'll one in two weeks. Um, yeah, we're actually going to figure that out. On uh, location? There's, there's discussion of it. There's discussion of it. And I, I should mention, too, we should have a review, a drunken review, if you will, of... Uh, cowboys and aliens if not some others so uh yeah looking forward to that does that mean we got to be drunk while giving the review uh that's not not a problem but uh yeah thank you everybody for listening uh once again it's the dan hadea i am not a crook movie hour see you next time